0: Hello, um, welcome to the podcast for a better America, um, hosted by Frank. And um, the basis of this podcast is to focus on how we can get to be um, a better American society, and not just America, obviously, but across the world. But I feel like if there's a good amount of innovation here, um, a good flow of capital here, and uh, just good leadership here, the world tends to follow suit in my observation. Um, so it's just recently, or well, it seems like in the last 20, 30, 40 years, we've faced a lot of challenges that have changed the way the American system operates. And I'm trying to, you know, understand that, trying to see what got us to where we are today. What are we doing now and what can get us to a better place? That's a place where, you know, everyone does, in fact, have access to health care and pretty much everyone has access to good health care. Um, so is that a government or a private market solution? Um, is that a mix of the two? Um, how can we do it? You know, the. Stagnation in wages, the um stagnation in innovation in the society. Um, there's a lot of attention being brought towards the part of society that deals, you know, specifically with you know technology and STEM. But you know, um, not enough money itself has gone towards other branches of the economic system, and um, wages have been stagnant for many years. So it, this podcast is really about. Looking at different areas and different things and what we can do to better um wow. advance and move our society forward um we have one of the highest incarceration rates in the world, so you know just looking at how we can change our system of application of law, there's profiteering based off imprisonment so that's the power of the foundation of the podcast. However, today and um March twenty fifth, twenty twenty, um twenty twenty, um we're faced with a different situation. A few weeks ago I had um talked about how the Fed have dropped interest rate by point five percent, double their initial plan, and that could be tied to either the global health crisis we have going on, coronavirus, COVID nineteen or it could be tied to a slowdown in the American economy and in the global economy. Um, as of now, I'm not sure um, if it is the economy, but I am at least certain that this global health crisis is one of the reasons why the Fed made the decision they did. And it's also going to be one of the reasons why the um, Congress of the United States and the Senate and the House of Rep the legislatures pass a stimulus bill that is almost two trillion dollars. It could be more, it could be less. We'll find out here by the end of the week and this this stimulus is done to help um people that are struggling um It's done to help businesses that are struggling and at at this point in you know in the society, it just looks like we don't have a choice or the best decision rather. Would be to pass some kind of rescue package for the economic system of the U.S. and um, all the nations are probably gonna do the same. And it's 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 not the best time now to really make um speculations or analysis on things, but it's a good time to say that we are all in this together. Um, our medical professionals have sacrificed themselves and quite frankly their health and their family to help people. Um, We have people volunteering to go to the city of New York and the state of New York, which has been hit hardest by this. Um, We have medical professionals saying they want to help. And even the governor of New York, although he is at odds with the president of the United States, Donald Trump, he is saying, hey, please help us. And we'll help any state that needs it. That's a very interesting thing. It's like even in all of this, you know, discord and disagreement, In the nation, Democrat and Republicans, left and right, middle and, you know, up and down, just a lot of unnecessary discord, which is something I also want to tackle in this, in this podcast is, it's looking at how we got to this level of disagreement, um, bashing of just boots of um, Republicans and Democrats left and right and how the, the domestic middle is a good place to be where we can work together, we can find resolution because this stimulus bill that's going to pass is going to be a bipartisan um, bill. It's, it's you know, <laughs> the president is going to sign it once he gets to his decks. There's no argument here because at the end of the day, the American people need it. And I like what I'm, what I'm seeing in the sense of like, I believe we're all in this together and I have friends. And, you know, we're talking about how we can help our neighbors. Um, I'm sure if I get canned by this somehow, um, the people within the community that are willing to help me, but there's only so much help that we go around. You know, if we all get fired, who is going to help who? Right? So, um, I'm very encouraged. I really, I really like the unity I'm seeing, but there's also the unnecessary bashing still going on, even in the midst of a crisis, and that's sad to see. But I, I hope that we can move towards a better place. And towards a better America to where in times like this, it's not the best time to bash one another, but it's the best time to come together as people, as a nation. And um, we can, you know, edify each other. We can uplift each other. We can encourage each other. We can support uh, public health professionals, uh, medical professionals. Um, but this this is just a good example of people making sacrifices for one another. And I personally want to thank all the uh, um Nurses, doctors, um, physicians, um, researchers, just everyone that are in on this and exposing themselves and doing their best. Um, And even employers that have, um, one of the CEOs have said, hey, I'll, I'll take my check to zero to make sure we don't lay too many people off. And I'm telling you right now, not a lot of people are doing that. Some companies are saying, you know what, we'll hire people temporarily. And we could argue about the intentions of that and whether or not that needs to be done. But we must at least be able to appreciate it for what it is it's it's a good positive positive ten in a very negative time in a very trying time in a very unfortunate time with a massive um disease like covid nineteen so it's just it's, be, it's 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 a great thing to see what's going on in the medical community and in the society as a whole the way we are trying to help one another and i am I am worried i, I I will say this. I am worried about my my PL plus work may very well, um, you know, be um, canned and there will be no source of revenue for me. Um, but I'm one who, you know, it's like, hey, you know, you could find a way, you could double down, you could do this, you could do that. So I'm, I'm a little bit confident, <laughs> you know. But um, this this is this is gonna hit some people hard, and um, just just you know, for the mom that is gonna get laid off, which already have the like, local um food chain close to me, some people have gotten laid off, except five people. Um there are less people being staffed now. Um so there are people losing income within like a quarter mile from me. And I'm working with people that have already lost their jobs that are struggling already. Um and just, just hope it's all able to take hard just hope that this does not last long. My my deep wish, my deep desire is that this does not last long. But the Perhaps I should probably release a different episode Talking about what's going on And how we can be strong together Because the the, the basis of this Particular episode Was about um, Possible overreaction By industries In the name of profit Post COVID-19 So when this dies down Which we've we been Optimistic in, just hoping that it does by the end of April 2020, at the latest by May 2020, we are seeing a downward trend. We're getting expedited testing going. We're we're getting cures in. We're um you know making tests available more for the general public. Currently, it's only for people with symptoms, for people who are at most risk, for people in the medical field. Um, but there's a population carrying this um disease that um. Or this virus that will not be tested just because they are not at risk, and you know it's it's a a big problem right now. But um, hopefully, in the next month, with great you know fate, in the next two months, um, this has died down and there is some flow in the work environment. Right now, um, certain industries are getting crushed: the transportation industry, the um, transportation, including you know aviation. And uh, um, shipping and just industries that for the supply chain, um, the customer service industry, where that's you know it's um, a business you know I don't know if I should name businesses here, but let's say restaurants, um, general label, um, think about um, lawn services, um, caregivers, um, contractors, certain. Electrical industries or people that are supplying those industries. So, you get the people doing the work, and then you get the people supplying the industry. So, you know, talking about your meat supplier that ninety percent of his business is from a restaurant chain that he has a contract with, and now restaurants are closing. The meat supplier can only supply maybe twenty percent or thirty percent of what he used to supply. Now, he has to cut his guys down. Restaurants have cut their guys down. So. A lot of industries are being hit by this, but in the event, the economy does pick up, which is my hope, which is my wish, which is my desire and the desire of many. I have a fear that the industries may overreact or overcompensate themselves in the name of we need to catch up. Let's say an industry in aviation comes up this year in January and say we need to make and profit. And then this happens. And now they cannot meet their number. Like it's not realistic. But when they return back to their board meetings, when they return back to talk about what's going to happen for the rest of the year, they say, oh, well, we could still meet this number. And by so doing, they overschedule employees. They overbook their flights and they begin to be on the line of safety. Let's say if flight may only allow 100 passengers in an X amount of cargo for safety reasons, obviously. And a particular airline industry may say, well, the limit is 120 passengers and X amount of weight. We just don't add those extra 20 passengers for safety reasons. But the limit, we, we, we can go up because we need to fill the seats to make up for the money we've lost. Now you're now on the line of endangering your passengers. You're now in the line of endangering your pilots. You're also in the line of endangering your company's reputation. And that's something that I fear. I feel like industries of reaction may end up endangering people because they're trying to meet the numbers they have set up for this year. They don't want the stock. They want the stocks to rebound. They want to get the bonuses they were promised. And they have to cut corners or they feel like they have to cut corners. To be able to meet these numbers, and I I, I worry about that. And if there's anyone within any role, whether I be a passenger, whether I be a a flight attendant, whether I be a pilot, or whether I be someone, an executive making decisions within these industries, I, I would urge that when things get back to normal, which they will, and I hope, I strongly hope they will, that we do not push the boundary to where we are now endangering one another. Because we we're trying to get a profit, um, to so where we're overscheduling workers hundreds of hours because we've got labor that needs to be done that was abandoned, we've got people that need work, so therefore they cannot say no to those hours across all industries from manual labor to aviation to factories to technologists. Um, we want to be very careful with that how we respond. As a society, as people, but also in businesses and corporations, how we react post this unfortunate event we have going on right now and even an industry you know one of the biggest manufacturer of um airplanes in the u s and we all know who there um you know face some you know unfortunate crashes and those those jets had to be grounded and I'm guessing with this current problem, there will be no order for jets and engines and that company will be hit very, very hard. It's America's biggest, you know, airplane manufacturer and has made America very competitive in the global space when it comes to the aviation industry. If an industry like that was to they're gonna get hit by this. In fact, given some of the production problems they've had and the flies that are falling out of the sky has killed people. And has, you know, they have lost some consumer confidence, both in the public and in the people that supply the planes to. When things do go back to normal, I could imagine a company like that trying to ramp up production, trying to say we need we need to catch up. We really need to catch up. In fact, we were already struggling before this happened. So now we need to do double the work. We need to do schedule double the hours for our people. We need to make these planes get out of here very fast. And an industry like that may ignore safety. And this is what happened the last time. And it could happen again. And you get the plane falling out of the sky. So it's 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 very important that we as the public, regardless of where you are on the scale, whether you're a passenger of a cruise ship or a passenger of in an airplane or an executive, whatever role you're playing in that, any in transportation industry. It's important that post this, we don't have short-term memory and forget about the safety of the people. You imagine a cruise ship that take people on cruises, overbooking, like, you know, the same situation with the aviation, having more passengers than they should, literally getting to the line of the legal limit, literally having more weight on board than they should because they need to make up all the money they've lost. It, it's so easy to get caught up in it. it. It's human nature. And then, you know, maybe, you know, some cruise ship might say, hey, you know, we, we need to make two runs or three runs. We think we have enough world to make this run. And they're just ignoring, you know, safety measures just because they're trying to make up for lost profit, for lost wages. And we, we, we want to be careful. And I may be a little too early on this. It's like, first of all, we need to bounce back. And then second of all, we need to see what happens in the marketplace. But I think sometimes it's good to sound a warning. And another, in, another industry, there should not be an industry, but another functionality in society is um, our law enforcement. With less people going out, um, there is less revenue, and uh, there is most likely or hopefully less incarceration. Now if things ramp up, and society begins to function the way it should, some cities, or some governments, or some sheriff departments may feel the urge to Say, give more tickets. They might not come out and say, hey, we're giving more tickets because that, you know, I'm guessing that be illegal. And if it's not, it should be. They might say, hey, our jail system is a, you know, it's a it's a business and we need people in jail to get some money federally. And private prisons also need to get the money. And when things do pick up, there may be almost like a hidden incentive, almost like a subconscious thought that we need more people in the jail because the jail has been so empty. We're not used to this. And I urge law enforcement to, you know, to not take this approach. Maybe some cities might start giving citations for jaywalking. Although they might give citations for jaywalking, a small city they don't enforce it. They give maybe ten citations last year, and then this year they're like, "Oh, we need revenue. Let's give," you know, they give a thousand, which you know, that's that's a, that's a huge jump. So we want to be careful in our um, law enforcement industry not to overreact in a post-coronavirus um, situation, COVID nineteen they call it. Um, this is this is just a way to really say, "Hey, we will bounce back from this, but for the betterment of our people, let us not overreact in a way that begins to endanger or imprison our people." And that's from law enforcement and that's from manual labor and that's from the service industry. And in fact, let us not abuse this time, because when people do try to go back to work, let us not say you were one minute late. I want you to work 12 hours, but you said you have to go home to your sick parents. So we're just going to fire you because by the law of supply and demand, we could just replace you because we're going to be looking for work here in a minute by the thousands. But let us still find a way. To treat each each other with a sense of dignity, regardless of, and I really believe that we could move towards a better America. I really believe that, you know, through this situation, that we will come out on top. We will come out stronger. We always do, and um, I'm hoping this 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 alleviates some of the unnecessary discord. But I've seen some people are just out of touch with reality, and some people want to blame Democrats, and some people want to blame Republicans. And um i I don't like it. i I think we're in a crisis right now, and we can get to being better. but the the long road here is how can we be a better society and how can we move away from the left right problem from the democratic Republican problem to the solution for the American people? what's best for the American people and what's best for North America honestly, and how does the best of America equals a better nation or a better globe. And I really I really have an a great deal of hope and faith that that is possible. So um with all that being said, um thank you for listening and I will catch you next time soon. Stay safe within this time and uh for those who've been affected by this, my, my heart goes out to you deeply. And I hope that will bounce back that will bounce back